Hi, I'm Zef Reeves, Managing Director of Tesoro Gold. Tesoro is an ASX-listed company developing the exciting El Zorro Gold Project in the Atacama region of Chile. Zef, good to talk to you again. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, when we spoke last, we had a kind of a proper geological discussion and went into the resource uh, and the like. Today, I just want to cover the year that was and look at the year that will be. Um, I, I guess... You know, to start off with, the year that was, there have been two sides to this. One is the market, which from March onwards has just been a, a horror show. Uh, and the Tesoro share price has, has suffered just as much as any other junior. Uh, and then the other is the, is the option, is, is kind of the operations on the ground. So let's, why don't we deal with the, the bad news first and, uh, you know, uh, pull that tooth out and let's talk about the market. Yeah, it certainly has been a, a rough old year in the market, but you know something that I guess we take comfort in here at Tesoro internally is that uh, we've got the asset El Zorro, which is um, shaping up to be um, you know quite a special gold asset. Um, everything that we do to that asset, it just gets better and better. So we know once we navigate through this period of, of market. Um, instability and particularly in that gold sector it's really taken a battering right through from the major producers right through to out to our junior guy us junior guys but um look we're hopeful that next year once the central banks signal that they're going to stop putting interest rates we'll see some um uplift back in that gold price although the gold price is still still strong but you know it's not flowing through to the equity markets and um We'll see renewed interest in uh, gold equities um, in the new year. What's the dialogue been like with your existing shareholders? So we, we, I know you've just done a capital raise and you, you've brought in Goldfields as a new shareholder, but um, f from the existing shareholder base, what's the what's the feedback? What's the response? Yeah, look, from our major shareholders, it's been been really good and they're, they're highly supportive. We've obviously just um, about to complete an entitlements issue, capital raising as part of... Uh, um, broader capital raising where we managed to get um, gold fields uh, in um, as a as a strategic as a strategic investor in the company, uh, but our our major shareholders they've been highly supportive because they see the work that we're doing and you know we're doing what we say we do and we're continuing to grow the project and uh, they know all the work that needs to be done in the background. Is happening. Uh, remind me, remind you know, me, as ever. Um, who, who they are and what percentage did they hold? Yeah, so the board and, and management uh, hold about ten percent at the moment. Um, we've got a couple of small institutional funds uh, on our register as well, and a number of high net worths. And a majority of those investors have been with the company since we listed back in uh, February twenty twenty. So uh, they've been very supportive. They've um, assisted with capital raisings uh, every time we've raised capital. And, um, you know, some of the feedback that we get is that not many of their uh, invested companies um, have been able to continuously deliver positive results like we have and, and quickly establish, you know, a very robust uh, plus one million ounce resource in, you know, arguably a world-class location right on the coast in the Atacama Desert of Chile. So, you know, and they understand the market challenges and there's a whole lot of things that are outside of the company's control and they understand that and they know that there's underlying value in the asset and, um, and you know, the, the company's been able to deliver uh, regardless of the market conditions um, 
on it, on its plans and, and what it sets out to do. And are they participating in the capital raise that you're doing? Yeah, a majority of of those uh, investors are and, and shareholders are. Um, we've actually um, we should announce the results of that capital raising um, in two days' time. Actually, we'll, we'll have the the results of that entitlements issue out. So, uh, but that that'll obviously put us in a pretty enviable position. We'll have um, upwards of uh, nine million um, Aussie dollars in the bank nearly. Um, Goldfield secured as a strategic investor, uh, and we've obviously got major extensions to the Tenera deposit to drill that we've recently announced, and you know this amazing new gold district that keeps them um, growing. The more work that we do on it, and I think that's what's really enticed Goldfields to come on board is is the potential in that district to um, not only host uh, another Tenera, but potentially multiple Teneras or, or an even bigger. Um, gold deposits. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a, a exciting um, period of time going into the new year and, and on from there as the project continues to evolve and, and the company now well capitalised. Remind me, how much drilling did you do, manage to get done in 2022? Uh, uh, off the top of my head, 2022, probably around uh, 30,000 metres, something like that for the year. So it was, we, we weren't um, going as flat out as we were previously, but you know, in, in total we've drilled around 105,000 metres into the project now. Majority of that's gone into Tenera. Uh, but we've recently just um, announced a couple of holes as well uh, up in uh, five kilometres north of Tenera at a, at a new target called Cowderillas, which had some really interesting results. And considering that there were two... Um, isolated scout holes, if you like, uh, both had positive results. So they indicate that, you know, this is a big gold system. We've got plenty more work to do. And, you know, you get on the ground. So I've had a couple of uh, trips recently to Chile and spent quite a bit of time with our team on the ground. And once you start looking at geos in the eyes and seeing how excited they are, you know, they're, they're very enthused and, and very optimistic that, uh, you know, there's something uh, much larger to find uh, at Elzara. I've got a minor gripe about your that news release that you put out. It talks about a new discovery, and I always think that a discovery is a you know you've got to be really careful with that word because it's such a um, emotive or such a kind of a big deal. Um, I, um, I, I think it's too early to call it a discovery, but I, I, I totally get that you can look the geologist in the eye and you can get a feel for the potential. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I think. You know, the reason we headed down the path of calling it a discovery is uh, Alzaro is a, a little bit unusual as well as because the rocks are standing out of the ground. You know, it's 70% outcrop there. So we have a really good handle on the controls on mineralisation. We can actually see the, the mineralised rock on the ground and we're directly detecting it and directly sampling it. And then that's backed up with um, some drilling, some initial drilling that's got arguably mineable widths of gold mineral uh, widths and grade of gold mineralisation in it. So you know we're we're pretty sure we're onto a new discovery there at Calderillas. Okay, well, <laughs> we'll let that slide. For, we'll <laughs> let that slide for now. Um, <clears throat> remind me of the relationship between Alzora and um, 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 Tianera and um, um, and uh, the, this new this new thing. I mean, is is the whole district called Tianera and Alzora part within it? 
No, so so our Zorro is the entire project. So all of our concession holdings form form the Al Zorro Gold Project. Ternera is where we have a a, a current jolt compliant resource of 1.1 million ounces. And then we have multiple targets outside of Tanera, which could be other um, gold deposits eventually. One of them's a new discovery. <laughs> and, uh, and, but but uh, look, so we, we're starting to think that Tanera, so from Tanera to Calderillas is around about five kilometres. There's another two targets between uh, Toro Blanco and Kitsuni. Um, we're starting to get the feeling that that entire system is linked and potential to be continuously linked with gold mineralisation. So, and that's based off that outcrop rock mapping and sampling. And, and our guys have been doing a lot of work on that area between Calderillas and Tanera in recent months to, to get enough information for us to make a call on where and when we're going to uh, drill those targets. And what's the plan for, or let's call it the plan for next year, you know, what, what does it aim? Are you going to do incremental expansion of your um, Ternera resource or are you going to uh, um, f- fill out the rest of the trend? Or both? Yeah, so I suppose that, I suppose there's, yeah, there's a there's a two-pronged approach to our strategy for growth for, for Tesoro. So one of them is ongoing growth of the deposit at Tenera. Uh, some of the results that we announced in the back half of this year are some of the best drill results we've ever had out of out of Tenera, um, including some big expansion step out holes to the south. So there's a large area in there of about another 200 to 300 metres of strike to extend that deposit further to the south. So that could conceivably start to push that up to you know the two million ounce um, area, so we've got some drilling to do there, and we'll be focusing on doing that. And also in the background with Tanera, we're obviously going through um, the preliminary engineering studies, financial analysis, and everything to begin to demonstrate and, that there's an economic deposit and there. some infill. Yeah, and there will be some infill as well. So we'll start to put that mining inventory together, which will form part of those studies. So the, the, really the aim for Tanera is to, to grow it. We'd like to see it get to 2 million ounces. We really think there's a pathway, a fairly clear pathway to get there now. Um, and, you know, in conjunction with that, run, run those studies. And then the other part, which is, you know, the real blue sky Part of the the strategy is looking at these other targets, and as I said, you know that's what's really piqued the interest of goldfields to come on board. Um, they've obviously done their homework, and uh, you know it's a good validation for the company and, and particularly our technical team on the work that they've done in, in discovering a new gold system in Chile. This is previously unknown. Um, and the more work we've done, we, the more targets we're seeing emerge out of it and, you know, widespread gold mineralisation at surface. So we will systematically work through those targets through the year as well um, and, and drill them if warranted. So a couple of those are reasonably advanced at the moment. Obviously, Calderillas we've recently drilled, so that certainly warrants some more drilling uh, early in the new year. And uh, we're just firming up targets at Kitsuni and um, Toro Blanco at the moment. So uh, we're pretty excited to go and drill those. Um, they're looking very promising. And there's been some other dis- uh, other areas that the guys have um, started to get 
their heads around 35 kilometres north of Tanera. Um, they've found some gold mineralisation at surface in in the same rocks and the same structural systems. So uh, this is really starting to look like a big system. So a lot of work from a regional perspective, but um, sitting in the middle of it, you've got a potential two million plus two million ounce plus gold deposit um, that. It continues to grow with the more drilling we do on it. Um, I'm just thinking about what what I, what I would call a discovery. Um, yeah, there's the old <clears throat> the old Newmont uh, system was that they would never report up uh, up the chain of command unless they were 100 gram meters. And you know, to, for for you know, almost mentally, I think the discovery's got to, you've got to have a several 100 gram meter intersections before you can say actually we're 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 onto something. But um, yeah, potentially. I don't know. <laughs> they were probably mining at three hundred dollars an ounce gold price back in those yeah. days, and needed hundred gram meter plus intercepts to make it economic. But you know, certainly in this gold price environment, um, things are a little different, particularly for near surface stuff. It matter, and of course, the ge- the geometry, the location, and the metallurgy um, uh, yeah. it matters enormously. Um, <clears throat> that plays a huge factor. Um, so it sounds like you're going to have a busy year. Uh, it, it, you, you might not have got through the kind of the budgeting, but um, do you, when you think about it, do you think kind of mentally half and half in terms of the the, the, the allocation of funds to the those two work programs in terms of dollars? Yeah, look, as part of the Goldfields investment um, in Tesoro, uh, there's a minimum of three point six million Aussie dollars allocated to that district exploration effort to be spent over eighteen months. Um, and, you know, Goldfields will have some input into uh, where that money is spent as well and how it is spent. Um, so that obviously still leaves a, a fair chunk of capital there for us to get on with our work at Tanera and, and continue to grow that. So, you know, you, you could broadly think that's roughly what the split is. You know, and there's some other capital coming back to us as well. We've actually got a... Um, a claim in with the Chilean tax authorities at the moment for a, a, a refund on our VAT tax that we've paid um, to them over the last four years uh, on the project. And we've been able to claim that now as a, a lot of that expenditure has been claimed as a fixed asset. So that means that we're allowed to get the VAT back, which is roughly around three million Aussie dollars as well. So that's not too far away. Yeah, yeah. well, that would be a good result. Um, how did the relationship with Goldfield start? Because it's obviously taken a number of years to pull together. Yeah, it was actually through their team here in Perth. So sort of their global business development team here is just happens to be a, a bunch of Aussie guys. So um, they, uh, you know, they, and they've become more active, obviously, in Chile. Um, you know, they're developing the, the large Solaris Norte deposit, um, which not too far away from us, about 80 kilometres, but it's in the in the Andes to the east. That's going to be Chile's biggest gold-only mine once it hits full production. I think they're going to knock out around 300,000 ounces a year out of that. Um, so, you know, I think off the back of that, they've probably ramped up their um, activity in Chile. They've recently made another investment in a Canadian junior as well um, called Talk, um, on and mainly for a project that's not too far from that Solaris Norte or in the same belt as Solaris Norte as well. So um, sort of regionally, I think they're becoming quite active and, um, you know, they had a look at 
uh, to Zorro and Al Zorro maybe 18 months, two years ago initially. And, um, you know, I had a good look at our data. And then as, as we've done more drilling and, and particularly on that regional scale, started to define this large system, they've um, come back, had a closer look and, and, you know, told us they'd like to be involved. Do you think they're going to put a director on the board? Do you think, um, um, and, and, and how, how closely are you working with the technical team already? Uh, we're already working quite closely with the technical team. They're actually due to go on site this week, but during their travels through South America, they all got COVID. <laughs> so um, that's been postponed. But uh, look, it's early days yet. So until that um, entitlements issue gets settled, because they underwrote the entitlement issue as well. So once that gets settled and the dust settles on the capital raising, um, we'll get together with them and, and see what the lay of the land is um, going forward. Good. And when um, when do the drills start turning again? Uh, or maybe they're still turning? Uh, no, we've stopped uh, turning at the moment. We've actually got our technical guys working on a re-interp of Tenera um, with the modelling and so on. And we're aiming to get a, a resource update out um, hopefully by the end of the year, assuming that they get through that work, because uh, some of the drilling that we've done is um, actually was um, directed to help improve some of the resource classification and also join up some of the high-grade areas that we had in the deposit. And, you know, given the results that we've announced recently, it's certainly done that. Um, so we stopped drilling, uh, and now that we've got this nice big southern extension that um, we've found, we'll be pretty keen to get back on the ground early New Year. So at this stage, penciled in is, is sort of early January to kick off drilling again at Tenera. Um, and probably in the, in February, March, we'll, we'll try and get a rig out there for the, uh, for the district stuff as well. And is January um, in Chile the same as... Uh, January in Australia with kind of two weeks oh, sorry well Christmas period with kind of two weeks just down tools family time recharge the batteries uh, yeah this will actually be the first year we've given the team a full break through that time they're pretty relaxed about it it's actually February is the big vacation month in Chile so um, you'll see Santiago empty out and everyone heads off to the beach um, for February right um, but it, sort of the Christmas, New Year and January period is not too bad. But look, in the past, we've actually worked through, you know, the guys have had the public holidays off, same as we do in the mining industry in Australia, and um, they, they kept on it. But seeing that we haven't got a, a rig on site at the moment, we've um, given them the, the uh, full break from sort of from Christmas through to um, the end of the first week of January, mm. and we hope to get the rig back there and, and get back into it. I guess coming back to the the market side of things, how you know, what are the catalysts um, for getting more institutional shareholding? I mean, your, your market cap is what kind of thirty something Aussie. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, market cap. Market caps obviously one thing to get the market cap up. Um, certainly gets you on the radar of um, a lot more institutions but it's been interesting since we announced the goldfields investment um, we've had a lot more uh, institutional interest um, you know reaching out to us to um, see how they may be able to help get involved or whatever and even to do some research 
on us and things like that. And I think the, the Goldfields investment is not just a, you know, strategic investment from them. Um, it becomes a, um, you know, a tick of approval and a validation of the work, you know, because those institutions know that Goldfields have done their due diligence, which kind of precludes them from having to do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's the, it's the endorsement, isn't it, of a technical team? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so that level of interest has gone up, and then, like I said, I think if we see um, central banks back off those interest rates or stop putting them up anyway and give some certainty around um, what monetary policy is doing going forward, uh, we'll see some some um, money come back into gold equities at some point in the new year. And remind me of the um, the the decision to put out a new um, mineral resource estimate on the drilling that you've done um uh in well let me let's go go back a bit the 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 previous resource estimate had drilling up until the middle of 2021 is that right and then um and then you've got 18 months yeah the last yeah so the last drilling the last estimate that drilling was actually up until april this year 2022 so we've drilled another um i think it's about seven or or 8,000 metres since then. But they were very targeted holes, and, they were, and uh, there was six of them drilled on a different orientation than what we've drilled, specifically to help with resource classification. Um, one of those was that 450-odd metre drill intercept. Uh, so, that you know, holes like that do two things. They help stitch together the deposit and increase the resource classification because we get a lot of coverage as they cross where the other holes are and um, it obviously plugged up a lot of holes, a lot of gaps in the resource model with, with more grade now and, and um, provides continuity through the deposit, particularly for the high grade areas. So we drilled a number of those holes. Uh, remind, me of that in, remind me of that intercept. Uh, I think off the top of my head, hang on a minute. It was um, exactly uh 434.6 meters at 1.22 grams per ton gold included uh 20.8 meters at 9.19 in one section and 89.95 at 3.07 in another so pretty pretty good stuff yeah pretty good stuff uh um so and so those holes they provide a lot of technical information for us so that's why we spend a lot of time going back refining the 3d models of of the mineralization and the geology and so on and uh with a view to re-estimate that to increase that resource classification um to enable us to actually get our um to announce some you know financial metrics around the deposit via a scoping study or a preliminary economic study that we could get out in the market at some point in time because obviously we've got a lot of um um rules to get to get over with the regulators here in australia um in regards to how that is put into production schedules and so on um and and the resource classification are you going to do a third mineral resource estimate for that i mean are you going to do the infill drilling next year and more drilling to the south and then uh do a third an mre three perhaps and then do a scoping study yeah i I would i would say it's probably fair to say you know 
probably expect that updated MRAs every six months as long as we've been drilling, basically. And you know, as 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 we go, the the market can see the the growth in the deposit and the improvement in the resource classification and the distribution of where those resources are classified as we prepare the deposit for mining. Good. So, um, uh, I mean, there's not much left of this year to put out a, a mineral resource estimate. Uh, you know, you've got uh, three weeks, two of which are pretty pretty quiet. No, they, they get, <laughs> that's right. So, the, well, they're working, they've been working on it for a while. I don't think they're too far away. Obviously, um, I'm limited in what I can say publicly at the moment. But, uh, you know, they're not too far away. We, they've spent a... We've spent a lot of time recently re-looking at all the geology. There's been a lot of re-logging and a lot of remodeling and so on of all the geological models, and now it's just down to the um, actual estimate. So there's work going on um, as we speak to, to get that out prior to the end of the year. I'm hopeful that we, we'll get there. Um, if, it, if it's not out by the end of this year, it'll be very early New Year. Good. So new MRE, new mineral resource estimate, um wrap up the entitlement issue and kind of get the capital in that's all this year or the kind of the, you know this is all kind of imminent news um yep and then back into drilling tanera and the trend yeah that's exactly right so uh as i said we think tanera has got a pretty clear pathway to get that resource up over two million ounces with additional drilling and uh who knows how big the entire project could be but there's certainly a lot of gold mineralization there and um we'll, we'll continue to systematically work through all that through the year and we'll get back um obviously at calderillas need some more drilling um pretty enticing drill results there and uh our guys have got a heap of samples in the lab at the moment from kitsune and toro blanco to try and help us pinpoint some drilling there Good. Well, good luck next year. Um, I hope um, for all of our sakes that there's a, uh, a tailwind uh, on the on the gold price and the general market. Um, but do what you can do in, some, in, terms of, in the sense of, you know, control what you can control. Yeah, that's right. Look, we're, we're happy with the progress that's been made here. You know, and it's something that I remind all of our team here is that we can only control um, what we can. We can't, can't control the market and the asset that we have and that we've developed and we're growing is uh shaping up to be um a compelling you know special gold asset in a fantastic location so if you want to build a gold mine there's probably no better place in the world um from where it's located not only being in chile but with all the supporting infrastructure so we've just got to get it to that critical stage in terms of resource size and um and continue to progress it. Good. Well, um, good luck, and uh, I hope you get a break over Christmas on the way through. Cheers. Thank you.